Remember, history lives on through the stories we tell. I'm Peter, and this is Who Died Today, the podcast that delves into the lives and legacies of influential figures on the anniversary of their passing. Today we're paying homage to Buddy Holly, a pioneering figure in the mid-50s rock and roll scene. Holly's innovative approach to music, characterized by his distinctive vocal style and his integration of rockabilly, rhythm and blues, and pop, helped shape the future of popular music. His hits like That'll Be The Day, Peggy Sue, and Not Fade Away continue to resonate with audiences around the world. Holly's promising career was tragically cut short at the age of 22 in a plane crash, a day often referred to as the day the music died. Today marks the 65th anniversary of his passing. So without any further ado, let's dive into the life and the enduring influence of Buddy Holly. Part 1, The Early Melody, 1936 to 1955. In the heart of the Texas panhandle, amidst the windswept plains of Lubbock, was born a legend who would revolutionize the world of music. Charles Harden Holly, more famously known as Buddy Holly, entered the world on September 7, 1936. His life, destined to leave an indelible mark on rock and roll, began in a modest household where music was not just entertainment, but a way of life. Buddy's parents, Lawrence O'Dell and Ella Pauline Holly, fostered a love of music in their four children. The Holly home was a symphony of diverse sounds, from country to blues to gospel. Buddy's mother taught him to play piano, while his father, who during the Great Depression juggled various jobs, introduced him to the guitar and violin. Even in these early days, Buddy's innate talent and his innovative approach to music were evident. During his formative years, Lubbock's vibrant music scene was blossoming, and Buddy was right at its heart. He regularly participated in local talent shows, impressing audiences with his skills and charisma. His performances at Lubbock's Cotton Club, a hub for budding musicians, were particularly notable, showcasing his burgeoning talent and his unique style. High school was a pivotal time for Buddy. It was here he met Bob Montgomery, and the duo Buddy and Bob was born. They initially leaned towards bluegrass, but soon their repertoire expanded, echoing the musical landscape of the 1950s. Their performances on local radio station KDAV's Sunday Party became a staple of Lubbock's music lovers, further cementing Buddy's reputation as a rising star. Buddy's exposure to various genres during these years played a crucial role in shaping his musical style. His ability to amalgamate different sounds, the twang of country, the soul of rhythm and blues, and the energy of rock and roll was groundbreaking. It was this fusion of sounds that laid the foundation of his future success, setting him apart in an era of musical revolution. By the mid-1950s, Buddy Holly was more than just a local sensation. He was a young man on the cusp of changing the music world. Little did anyone know, this son of Lubbock, with his thick-rimmed glasses and unassuming demeanor, was about to become an icon whose influence would reverberate through the annals of rock and roll history. Part 2, The Birth of a Rock and Roll Star, 1956-1957 As the golden sun set over the Texas horizon in 1956, a young Buddy Holly stood at the cusp of a new era in his musical journey. This was the year that marked a seismic shift in his career, catalyzed by an electrifying encounter with none other than the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. This meeting, more than a mere brush with fame, ignited in Buddy a burning desire to dive into the uncharted waters of rock and roll. 
The transformation was swift and profound. Buddy, along with high school friends Jerry Allison, Joe B. Malden, and Nikki Sullivan, formed a band that would soon become a household name, the Crickets. This ensemble was not just a group of musicians, they were pioneers on a mission to redefine the boundaries of music. In the garage of Buddy's parents' house, amidst the clutter of instruments and dreams, the Crickets began crafting a sound that was a fusion of rockabilly, rhythm and blues, and country, a cocktail that would become a hallmark of rock and roll. The year 1957 was a whirlwind of breakthroughs. The Crickets released That'll Be the Day, a song that resonated with the restless energy of youth and the spirit of the times. The track's distinctive opening guitar rift, Buddy's unique vocal twang, and the infectious beat captured the imagination of a generation. This was not just a hit, it was an anthem that echoed across the United States, catapulting Buddy and the Crickets to national stardom. Following the success, the hits kept coming. Peggy Sue with its iconic drum, intro, and Buddy's heartfelt vocals, and Oh Boy with his raw energy and catchy chorus, became staples on the airwaves. These songs were not mere compositions. They were a declaration of a new musical era, defined by Buddy's innovative approach to songwriting and recording. Buddy's influence extended beyond the music. He was a trailblazer in an industry dominated by established norms, challenging the status quo. He took creative control of his music, a move unheard of at the time, insisting on studio techniques like double-tracking his vocals, which added a rich, distinctive texture to his songs. As 1957 drew to a close, Buddy Holly and the Crickets had not only conquered the charts, but also reshaped the landscape of music. Their blend of sounds laid the foundation of what rock and roll would become, and their innovative approach to creating music blazed a trail for future generations. In these transformative years, a star was born and a legacy was being written. A legacy that would echo through the halls of music and its history for decades to come. Part 3, A Rising Star and Enduring Influence, 1958-1959 The year 1958 dawned with Buddy Holly not just as a rising star, but as a beacon in the burgeoning universe of rock and roll. The relentless pace of his success accelerated, as did his influence, which now extended far beyond the boundaries of music. This period saw Buddy and the Crickets embark on tours that crisscrossed the United States and ventured across the Atlantic and the United Kingdom. Their performances were more than just concerts, they were cultural phenomena that brought the raw energy of American rock and roll to a global audience. Buddy's charisma and the band's dynamic stage presence left audiences spellbound, spreading their fame far and wide. However, beneath the surface of this meteoric rise, there was a yearning for artistic freedom that gnawed at Buddy. The music industry of the late 1950s was a labyrinth of artistic constraints, but Buddy was a visionary unwilling to be shackled by convention. This drive for independence led to the eventual disbandment of the Crickets in late 1958. It was a bold move, one that marked the end of an era, but the beginning of an even more creative phase in Buddy's career. Relocating to New York City, Buddy embarked on a journey of musical exploration. He experimented with new sounds, incorporating strings and orchestration, a departure from his rock and roll roots. These recordings showcased a maturation of his musical style and a deepening of his artistic expression. Tracks like True Love Ways and Raining in My Heart revealed a more introspective and sensitive side of Buddy, far removed from the raw energy of his earlier hits. 
during this time, but he also met Maria Elena Santiago, who quickly became not just his wife, but also a pivotal influence in his life and career. The romance was a whirlwind that added a new dimension to Buddy's life, infusing his music with a deeper emotional resonance. Yet as 1959 unfolded, the shadows of tragedy began to loom. The relentless pace of touring and the pressures of fame were taking their toll, and in a cruel twist of fate, the very music that brought Buddy Holly to the pinnacle of success would also lead him towards a tragic end. Part 4. The Day the Music Died, 1959 As the final chapter of Buddy Holly's life unfolded in 1959, the world was unaware that it was about to lose a luminary whose light had just begun to shine its brightest. February 3rd, 1959 would be etched into history as the day the music died, a phrase immortalized by Don McLean's American Pie, paying homage to the tragic event that claimed the lives of three rock and roll stars, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and J.P. the Big Bopper Richardson. The Winter Dance Party Tour, a grueling schedule of performances across the Midwest, was a testament to Buddy's dedication and love for his craft. However, the harsh winter conditions and unrelenting travel had taken a toll on the performers. Seeking a brief respite and quicker travel, Buddy chartered a small plane to fly to the next venue in Moorhead, Minnesota. In the early hours of February 3rd, after performing at the Surf Ballroom in Clear Lake, Iowa, Buddy, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper boarded a Beechcraft Bonanza aircraft. Tragically, mere minutes after takeoff, the plane crashed in a field near Clear Lake, killing all aboard. The news of the crash sent shockwaves throughout the music world and beyond, marking a somber moment in cultural history. Buddy Holly's death was more than just the loss of a musician. It was the end of a burgeoning era in rock and roll. His brief career, spanning just a few years, had a profound impact on the music industry. Buddy was a pioneer, breaking new ground with his unique sound, innovative recording techniques, and his role in shaping the modern rock band format. In the aftermath of his death, Buddy Holly's influence only grew. His style, both musically and aesthetically, inspired a generation of musicians, including the Beatles, Bob Dylan, and the Rolling Stones. His spectacled image became iconic, a symbol of a man who was not afraid to be different, to challenge norms, and to pave his own way in the world of music. Buddy Holly's legacy is a tapestry of innovation, inspiration, and timeless music. Songs like That'll Be The Day, Peggy Sue, and Not Fade Away continue to resonate with audiences, a testament to their enduring appeal. His story is not just one of talent and fame, but also of the human spirit's capacity to influence and inspire beyond the bounds of life itself. As we reflect on the life and the legacy of Buddy Holly, we are reminded of the power of music to transcend time and space, to touch hearts, and to shape the cultural landscape. His journey, though tragically cut short, continues to inspire musicians and music lovers alike. And that concludes today's episode on Buddy Holly, a musician whose brief but impactful career helped to define the sound and style of rock and roll. He's also who died today, February 3rd. If you're captivated by Holly's musical legacy and want to learn more about his influence on the music industry, his iconic songs, and his lasting impact despite his short life, please follow our Instagram at who.died.today. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and try to subscribe. Join us next time on Who Died Today as we continue to honor the memory of artists whose creativity and innovation have left a profound mark on the world of music. I'm your host, Peter, thanking you for joining us in celebrating the life and the legacy of Buddy Holly, a true rock and roll pioneer.